Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 142 of Process to Profitability. When you're a parent and an entrepreneur, it can feel like you're constantly juggling everything and just trying to prevent anything from falling through the cracks. Today, I'm talking with Lanisha Thaddison about her journey to start a business while also being a mom and working a full-time job. She shares how her business has evolved with her life, why she decided to offer a VIP day service instead of retainers, and her best advice for busy moms who want to start their own business. Lanisha is the founder of BE Crowned Virtual Assistant Support Services. Lanisha is a registered nurse of over 10 years, a virtual assistant, and a certified Dubsado specialist. In her free time, she spends time with her three girls and her husband. Lanisha is passionate about providing expert support to the entrepreneurs who inspire her, those who are working hard and passionate about their business. Make sure you check out her Dubsado checklist in the show notes and connect with her on Instagram to let her know what you learned on the show. Hi, Lanisha. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this topic, but before we dive in, I'd love it if you would tell us just a little bit more about who you are and where you're from. All right. So um, my name is Lanisha. I am from the Windy City, Chicago. It it looks like it's about to snow a little bit um, right now, so I'm not too happy about that. Um, I am a registered nurse by background, but I started a virtual assistant business um, about a year ago, and I have been enjoying that journey so far. Oh, and I am a mom of three girls, 11, 8, and 5. So that keeps me on my toes as well. (laughs) All right. I know so many of our listeners are moms, and so they will resonate with the topic we're going to be covering today because they are trying to juggle running a business and being a mom and running a household and all of the things that come with trying to do this for our families. I think we, so many of us start a business to give ourselves freedom and space to do something we love, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. Yeah, you're right about that. It is definitely, um, was a little rocky start, but once I got my foot in, um, I think I'm doing okay. (laughs) All right. So I would love to start by talking about what made you decide to start your VA business, your virtual assistant business, and to do that in addition to still being a nurse? Yeah. So I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, Wasn't exactly sure what that looked like. So I always put it on the back burner. But in the height of the pandemic, when everybody was just sitting at home and I had a lot of free time, um, that's when I really started to hash out, like, what am I good at? And then I came across virtual assistant because I was doing a lot of these tasks that virtual assistant do already for free for families 
family and their businesses and their events. So I'm like, this is something that I like to do, something that I'm good at. So let me go ahead and venture out on this. So that's kind of how that got started with just a little bit of brainstorming, figuring out what I'm good at and what I would like to do, because I didn't want to start a business that would feel like work. I wanted it to feel fun as well. Awesome. So you said you always knew that you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Is that something that's in your family or was it just kind of a dream that you had? No, it was actually just a dream. Like I found myself always wanted to be kind of like a serial entrepreneur, <laughs> like having these different businesses and kind of creating this generational wealth that I can pass down to my children. And that's really what it is, is that they can have something when I'm not here to build upon as well. Awesome. So why did you decide to do this as kind of a side hustle in, has it ever been your goal to make your VA business full-time or do you see it staying as something that you're doing in addition to your full-time job? So that's a great question. So initially I looked at it as a side hustle. So I never had any intentions of leaving my nine to five. Um, it was just something that I can bring in a little extra cash. But since doing it, I really hope that the goal is for me to replace my nine to five because I'm really enjoying it that much. And I feel like it's something that I could do, you know, as a long term job. Awesome. I think there are people who are definitely in different places with that. And all of those are great. Some people like the side hustle. Some people like being full time. My story, as listeners will know, is that my business was started because I could not find a full-time job after my husband relocated. And so I fell into entrepreneurship and had it full-time from the beginning and have actually scaled back now that I have a toddler at home. So it's a little bit backwards from what a lot of people have done, but it's all still about trying to juggle entrepreneurship and family and everything else that comes with life. Yeah. Um, but that's the awesome thing about entrepreneurship as well. Like if you wanted to scale it up, you can scale it up. And if you want to scale it down, you can scale it down. You're really basing it off your own hours and your own schedule. So I would love to know when you started your VA business, you said you were doing some of these tasks for family and how did you get in to find really what you wanted to offer as a VA? Did you start with just anything people needed or were you specific from the beginning? No. So I started off just doing like general admin services. So uh, email and calendar management and project management. I started off with that because I'm really organized, kind of got like this type A personality. <laughs> so that was really good for that. But eventually I ventured off into more of the tech side when I started my Dubsado CRM setups and that kind of I stumbled upon. Yeah, I know so many people in the business world use things like Dubsado, but it's interesting to think about coming into business and not being familiar with any of this. Yeah, absolutely. And I had no idea what a CRM was just last year. So, <laughs> oh, how the times have changed. <laughs> okay, so how do you find time to run your business, work a nine to five, and also manage your household? How do you do all of that? 
Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out myself. No, I'm just kidding. But um, for me, the biggest thing is having support as well as time blocking. Um, I keep a calendar. I have a paper calendar and I use my phone as well. Um, for me, if it's not written down, it's probably not going to happen. So and that's kind of how I stay on top of everything, like really having this calendar and um, really relying on my husband and other family to pitch in when needed. Has that been a transition in your family that you had to start relying on people or was that kind of a something you guys had been doing and this was a natural addition? No, I think it was a bit of a transition because they were getting more tasks than I normally do. <laughs> kind of got a little insight into how my daily <laughs> life was looking. <laughs> It was a little bit of a shock for them. But um, when I decided to start the business, that was the biggest thing was making sure that family was on board as well. Because if I was going to be needing this extra support, I need to make sure that you're open to it. I think that's great advice. And I know so many moms out there are going to be going, yes, I do all of these things and people don't even realize that Mm -hmm. they get done. But knowing that you have people on board from the beginning, I'm sure was super helpful because you then felt the freedom to spend time on your business. Yeah. And it takes some of the pressure off of feeling like that super mom, you know, when we feel like we have to do everything when you can actually like give it to someone else or delegate a task to someone, it relieves a little bit of pressure. Part of what it takes to run a successful online business is having the right tools for the job. I'm sharing a list of all of the tools I use in my business in my toolbox, and you can find that at lemonandthesea.com my-toolbox to download it now. These include tools that I use for podcasting, designing, running my business, and other things, so you can get a real inside look at everything that I use every day in order to serve my clients well and grow my business. Again, you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my-toolbox. So what has business and life looked like in different seasons? You started this in the pandemic, so you know things were a little bit different than they are now. Not that we're fully out, but <laughs> things are opening back up. So how has all of this transitioned? And even before that, when you were just working your nine to five and also had your girls when they were smaller? Yeah, so when I started, it was just something like on the side, I was only going to take like one or two clients. So it wasn't as busy as it is now. I've definitely been scaling by adding more uh, retainer clients as well as these VIP days. So it's becoming more busy. But for me, that is the goal because I do want to leave the nine to five eventually. So um, right now, the season is just scaling and adding more uh, clients. Perfect. And so you mentioned you have a VIP day. What made you decide to offer that? And how has that process looked? Yeah, so uh, with the, well, for those who don't know what the VIP day is, um, I'll compare it to like a retainer client. So retainer clients are those who I have long term. Um, I'm offering them services monthly and they're paying me monthly. But for a VIP day, it's one day where I'm offering all of these services or setting up their CRM and they're paying me for that day. And once they're done, we're done. So it's not this long-term commitment. Um, I like that because 
it helps me kind of rotate clients. Um, and I don't feel the pressure of like constantly working with the VIP days. You can work like four days a month if you want, if you're doing four VIP days. So it gives you a little bit more freedom than a retainer client would. Can you give us a little insight into what maybe your week looks like between all of this that you're doing and how you schedule that out? Yeah. Okay. So for my week, I am juggling like working the nine to five. And then in the morning, I am doing client work. In the evening, I'm doing client work. Uh, Some evenings I don't because I'm taking like my kids to gymnastics or taking them to other like activities. So it really is a balance of work, client work, and then family activities. So the week can be hectic one week and it can be slow the next. It just really depends. Awesome. What made you decide to offer Dubsado setups as your VIP day as opposed to something else that you might help your clients with? Yeah, so I started with Dubsado because I was using it for my own business to help me stay organized. And so I was doing a lot of learning about the application, um, watching all of their videos, taking their coursework, and really did a deep dive to learn about it. And I realized that it is a bit of a learning curve and everyone may not have the time like I had to really learn it. It took, you know, months to learn the inside, ins and outs, sorry. So that was the, um, that was the turning point for me. Like I could save entrepreneurs a lot of time if I just set this up for them and they don't have to try to take all this time to learn it themselves. Do you feel like having that as a system has helped you to be able to manage all of these things and juggle them? Absolutely. So before I got Dubsado, I was using different applications to do different things. I was using one to send a contract, another one to send the invoice, and then another one for my emails. It was just becoming a lot to manage as I increased the amount of clients I had. So that's when I stumbled upon Dubsado when I was looking for a CRM or client relationship management tool. Uh, That's how I found that because I just wanted everything in one place. I was really tired of bouncing all over the place into different (laughs) applications. Um, So that has been a lifesaver because everything is in one place and then the clients can see everything in one place as well. Awesome. I would love it if you could share like any other systems that you set up in or that help you to do all of these things or tools that you love that have been really beneficial as you've been growing your business in this season. Yeah, outside of Dubsado, I think my go-to tool is Canva because I like to think I'm a little creative, but not as creative to be making like these elaborate graphics, um, especially for like social media and for my business. Um, I've been having to really uh, do a lot of things on Canva. So that's been my go-to tool so far. And then um, outside of Canva, because I'm really big on social media, using it as a marketing tool, I've been using Creator Studio to um, actually schedule my post. And that can be one less thing that I have to worry about. Like I'll schedule the post for the week for my Instagram and my Facebook, and then I don't have to worry about it for that week. So those are probably my go-to tools. I think that's really helpful to know that you are using something to like Creator Studio to schedule out those posts so that 
it may look like you are posting on social media all the time, but really you are doing whatever you need to be doing. And you've got a system set up to help you consistently show up and consistently speak to your target audience without having to be tied to social media. Yeah, because social media, I, I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with it, <laughs> honestly. Like, I know I need it, but sometimes it can be exhausting. Like, before I found the scheduling tool, it was exhausting to try to always be consistent with the posting. Have you been able to share any of what you're doing with your girls? How do they feel about, you know, you having this business? Do they get to see some of that as you're growing? Yeah, they're they're only saying a little bit. I tried to explain it. They're probably not <laughs> getting it. They're just seeing me sitting on the laptop and thinking, who knows what they think I'm doing. <laughs> but I tell them like, I'm starting a business and maybe one day you'll take over. And they're like, oh, okay. I don't know if they're getting it, but I'm sure as they get older, uh, it'll make more sense to them. Yeah. I think that is one thing that I like about running a business from my home. So my two-year-old knows, you know, he doesn't know what I do, obviously, but he knows that I have to go to work and I have certain work hours and then I can come down and play with him. And so I like to be able to to tell him, you know, I go to work and he'll say, why, what what do you do? Well, I help people build websites and he doesn't know what all of that means, but to get into that with them in a way that I think is unique in an entrepreneurial space. And it's just, we're more open than maybe we have been in past generations to just talk Mm -hmm. about building a business and making money and why we need to do this and why we can do things that are fun. Yeah. I do think that my kids will probably be way more business savvy than I was as a kid. Because we talk to them about this type of stuff all the time. They want to start lemonade stands. They're like <laughs> little entrepreneurs themselves. That's awesome. So what advice would you have for busy moms who want to start a business of their own? Yeah, I think my, um, my first advice would be just to do it. Because there were so many times I was trying to talk myself out of it, really saying, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. But once I really just pushed myself, I found the time to do it. So if you're hesitant about it, just start it. Um, There's no harm in just putting your foot out there and getting started with it. And then my next tip would be, if you can find support from family or friends, this would be the great time to do it so that you're not feeling overwhelmed once you do start your business. I think that's great advice. And so many times, no matter what we're doing, we let just being afraid hold us back instead of diving in and trying something out. And like you said, you started your business with just something you knew you were already good at, something you enjoyed. And so it wasn't, you were making up something from scratch where you had to learn everything. You were just taking advantage of the skills you already had. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, As we wrap up today, I always like to ask people, if you could recommend one thing to a friend, what would that be? Yeah, so um, one thing that I would recommend, well, actually, I have two. Do you mind? 
No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, the first one is my planner. Like I cannot live without the planner. So it doesn't matter what type or what kind. Get your planner. Start writing your thoughts, your, your ideas, your affirmations. Start jotting all that down. And then the second thing is I'm reading a book right now. It's called Anxious for Nothing. It's by John MacArthur. And it really helps me to uh, refocus. Like, I don't know if other moms are out there. I get anxious about a lot of things, just being a mom in general. So it's kind of helping me, um, again, just refocus and figure out what things are actually worth being anxious over and what things are not. You need to just put them to the side and forget about it. That's really helpful. I know, you know, it's easy to be anxious as a mom, as a business owner, there's so much on our plates. And so anything that can help us to really figure out where do we need to focus that and what can we just let go of is super helpful. And I am personally, I love planners too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I know you have a Debsado checklist. If people are interested in that as a tool, can you tell us a little bit about what's included and where they can find that? Yeah, so the checklist is for people who are just starting out with their Debsado. They want to get them set up, but they kind of don't know where to start. So this checklist really um, goes from point A all the way to Z in regards to how to set up your Debsado. Now, there are some things that get more complex. Like I said, like they have workflows and different um, systems that is a little bit more advanced, but the checklist will really take you through the basics. And once you complete that, you should be at a good point to get it started. And so your listeners can find that at www.becrownedvips.com. So just B-E-C-R-O-N-E-D-V-I-P-S.com. Perfect. And we will link to that in the show notes. And where else can people find and connect with you online? Yeah, so I am on Instagram and Facebook, probably a little bit more active on Instagram. And my name is uh, B Crown VA. So you can find me over there. Come on, slide in my DMs and let's chat. <laughs> awesome. I will make sure that we have all of the links to those as well as to Dubsado and the other tools that you mentioned in the show notes so people can check them out. Thank you so much for coming on today and talking about this topic. I know. So many of us are trying to figure this out and it's good to hear from somebody who is, you know, trying this out for themselves and getting some advice from someone who has been there. Yeah. And thanks again for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.